ओके हेलो एवरीवन माय नेम इज विकास अग्रवाल आई एम द फाउंडर ऑफ एआईएफ एंड पीएमएस एक्सपर्ट्स इंडिया वी आर वन ऑफ द लार्जेस्ट प्लेटफॉर्म फॉर इन्वेस्टिंग इन अल्टरनेट इन्वेस्टमेंट फंड्स एंड पोर्टफोलियो मैनेजमेंट सर्विसेज वेल एज यू माइट बी अवेयर दैट वी कीप ऑर्गेनाइजिंग दीज शोज विच इज विच वी कॉल इट आज दी एक्सपर्ट शो एंड दी आइडिया बिहाइंड रनिंग दिस शो इज टू एजुकेट एंड एम्पावर इन्वेस्टर कम्युनिटी एज अ होल and therefore we keep uh, inviting uh, industry experts so with me i have mr kunal uh, hi vikas thanks uh-huh. for having me so firstly kunal thank you so much for accepting our request and agreeing Most to welcome. do this show for our investors uh, there are a lot of them they keep appreciating our work so thank you no, so much no you're doing excellent work yeah thank you so kunal uh, uh, what i'll do is the format of the show is very simple what we do is we uh, first try and understand uh, how do you invest money how do you select stocks as a portfolio manager and then we talk about the outlook of the equity markets like there are investors who have invested they wish to know more about sure. what's your house views on the markets basically so uh, let me start with that let me just uh, introduce kunal so kunal brings about almost two decades of rich experience when it comes to equity investing uh he spent 15 years on both listed side and unlisted space as well he has worked with large private equity firms as well and he is is a cfa holder and studied from i am i am amdabad as well bangalore i, I am bangalore i'm sorry yeah so uh, kunal uh, first of all we just want to know uh, your journey you know your journey as in you started up your own organization sure uh, as an entrepreneur uh, and that was in pune i believe and yes. then you decided to uh, go on the other side of the table and started working with these large conglomerates who are maybe managing billions of dollar uh, of asset under management under the uh, advisory side of real estate private equity so over to you yeah so after i completed my mba from iim bangalore i joined hindustan lever as a management trainee mm-hmm. and soon was responsible for sales for hindustan lever in west up and rajasthan right Uh, that's when i saw that uh, supermarkets and hypermarkets were gaining traction uh, you know in north india and we didn't have a similar kind of chains in 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 bombay side yeah, yeah. and that's when i felt there was an opportunity to build a hypermarket slash supermarket kind of concept in west india as well uh, we chose pune as a location because that's where we had some land and we could build on it we chose to own the property rather than rent so that you know our uh, outgoes on a monthly basis were minimum yeah. uh, so i ran that uh, hypermarket for 3 4 years uh, during this time i saw that there was a massive asset boom uh, mm-hmm. across real estate equities even right. gold uh, during that time uh, and uh, you know our land and property was valued uh, many times higher than uh, you know what we had bought it at uh and then when we looked at the re- opportunity cost of running a hypermarket we felt it was better to exit the uh property and uh, you know focus on uh, creating wealth by investing sure. uh that's how i got to know that uh, you know investing is a very very lucrative way of building long term capital uh and uh, you know i shifted to trying to invest into private companies through private equity initially mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and from then i graduated to public markets right right so you are a portfolio manager for lepis yes can you talk to our investor and tell them more about your organization the background 
ഡോളർ here the capital is from global institutional investors that are looking to make investments in real estate in india mm-hmm. the second business that lapis has is the portfolio management services business where we got registered with sebi in 2019 Uh, and i am looking after that part of right. business so can you talk to us about your team how big is the team and what kind of expertise your team of analysts bring on the table sure so our team size at, at lapis is about 15 people 10 are on the private equity side and 5 are on the public market side of course there are a few shared resources in finance legal compliance uh, that's the setup that we have sure okay so uh, you know what we wanted to know is basically two things so as i said we'll talk about the outlook of the markets there are there are investors sure. who look at in last 18 months they're not able to make money yep. they are really concerned and uh, they're now comparing their mutual fund investment returns with our pms returns and obviously because in pms you have a concentrated portfolio uh, they're not uh, their returns have beaten down more than mutual funds sure so that's the concern which is coming up so just wanted to know your views on that Yeah so I think that uh, depending on the strategy that you are invested in uh, you would take a different view on how uh, performance is is being measured so uh, we have only one strategy which is a compounder strategy where we are investing in the best quality businesses so in that strategy if you find uh, portfolios down what you would look at then is the fundamental uh, earnings and cash flow of the business so over the last 18 month period where i feel the market may have time corrected has those fundamentals and 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 balance sheets improved uh, so for a 20% compounder they should have improved by let's say 30% and if a if a portfolio is down let's say 5 7% then really that you are in a much better position today than where you were uh, 18 months back in terms of a valuation perspective uh, i would only start getting worried about the portfolio if we are unclear about the fundamentals mm-hmm. or the long term sustainable right. growth of earnings and cash flows of the businesses that the portfolio hold mm-hmm. and that is where you get worried otherwise you you clear that you otherwise when you are invested in the best companies where we are seeing growth happening we are not worried at all right so you said it's a name of the strategy is compounding yes. strategy right so where this name come from it's a eight word wonder of the world you absolutely. know absolutely i keep telling my investors that you know if you even if your your portfolio is growing at 15% we are talking about 16 times in 30 years time right so knowing the fact that compounding is something which very few investors really understand to my mind uh, but everybody talks about it right so what is how do you see uh, compounding absolutely so compounding in my mind is clearly the eighth wonder of the world uh it all boils down to how you view the value of a business we believe that the value of a business is uh, a function of their sustainable earnings so if sustainable earnings are growing the value of the business is growing uh in compounders what's happening is that we are compounding sustainable earnings 
over time. So therefore, that leads to a compounding of value over time, which then return, uh, leads to return for the investor. Uh, we believe that compounding has a virtuous cycle where you make an investment, you get a return on capital, that capital is then reinvested in the business to again grow sustainable mm -hmm. earnings. So uh, compounding in our view is the best way to make long-term wealth creation. There are many ways of making mo uh, money in the market, but they're mainly short-term in nature and opportunities where you can't put much capital. Uh, and therefore we believe compounding is the right way to make long-term wealth. Right. Makes sense, makes sense. So just wanted to read your mind. You have a sort of framework in place or you're flexible and look, you're open to look at uh, some momentum stocks also or maybe ready to chase some cyclical uh, changes in the Not at all. I think we are sticking to the compounder strategy. We have a bottom-up fundamental approach to picking stocks. We are looking at very strong competitive advantage, long runway for growth, high ROC, low debt and management with a track record of execution and corporate governance. So these are the things that we are looking at when we uh, sure. try and, and, and build the portfolio. Uh, when we have screened the market, we find that there are about 80 to 100 business that, that meet, meet our screeners. Out of 6,000 stocks. Out of 6,000 stocks. Consistently. So, uh, so you put our really portfolio, a very strong asset test before these? Yeah, stocks. I think it's better to put a strong asset test. Would you like me to own the 81st idea in my portfolio? Uh, no, it, it, no, and I actually want to concentrate as much as I can. Yes, because of risk management, we do diversify and we have a portfolio of around 20 stocks. But that I think is sufficient to manage uh, yeah. diversification yeah. risk. So two questions quickly on this particular yes. philosophy. One is, you know, we saw for the first time that these qualities, quality names in the markets have beaten down the most. I mean, generally it ha doesn't happen like if you look at last decade data or two decades of data, they've been consistently growing at 15% to 18% depending upon what. So what's your take on that? Like some of the businesses are at all time low and they're all good quality names and their earnings are also growing. Yeah, so I think that when you marry the earning and earnings cash flows with the stock prices, what you see is actually an opportunity to invest more into those businesses. Uh, you know, for certain reasons, whether uh, cyclical commodity sectors have done well recently uh, that is actually given an opportunity investing in some of these high quality names that earlier were at valuations where you would find it difficult to bring them into your portfolio today at the current valuations I think actually there is a good opportunity to bring these into your portfolio and you must as we know with commodities and cyclical sectors they are cyclical <laughs> and if the cycle is up now that's not where you should be putting, sure. uh, you know, your savings. So you believe in doing uh, clean work, identifying high quality businesses and you're not really looking at price at all when, when you've invested in them? I think price is a factor. Certainly when we say that we've screened and we've come up with 80 to 100 stocks, which is dynamic, but 80 to 100 stocks on average, uh, price is the determinant on what we see in terms of what is the upside and downside of each stock that is entering the portfolio? What is the probability weight, weight against that upside and downside? And that's how the portfolio gets created. Right. It is not a portfolio of the top 20 businesses in India or the top 20 quality businesses in India. 
it is a subset of the 80 top businesses in India, depending on risk and reward. Mm. Right. So, you know, Kunal, there are two, two lobbies. Uh, one lobby says that, look, concentration uh, is the best way to create wealth, you know, make a concentrated portfolio. Now, 15, 20, depending upon the fund manager. There are, there are fund managers who say that these are just numbers. You know, whether you buy 15 stocks or 20 stocks, you need to look at what is the CAGR that you are making. Which lobby that you feel prefer to join? No, I certainly feel that it's uh, much better to have a concentrated portfolio. I think that uh, selecting 20 top ideas is easier than having 80 ideas in the portfolio. Uh, I want my capital to be behind my best ideas. It's the simple fact. Uh, I would even advocate an even more concentrated portfolio with someone who's willing to take uh, a little bit more risk and a little bit uh, risk on the diversification side. Uh, but yes, concentration is something where I believe completely because if you're 20 idea, you don't have 80 ideas that are making 20% return. Mm. You most certainly could have 15 to 20 ideas that are yeah. doing that. And that's why I feel that concentration is very important. Right. And one of the things which I want to highlight uh, for our investor is, see, look, when you are investing in concentrated portfolio, one thing you need to understand is that it will not behave like a diversified, over-diversified portfolio. When you are taking concentrated bet, obviously, you will see more downturn during the bad times. And that is where you need to be mentally strong to stay put and rather, as Kunal rightly said, that you, that is a time you should accumulate more. You Absolutely. should put more money to it. Absolutely. The only reason that people don't put more money at the right time is because they are unsure of the quality of the businesses they've invested in. Right. They are worried that, listen, I'm not so sure about earnings, fundamentals, whether this company will blow up, whether this company will degrow. Those are the thoughts that come in when they see, look at portfolios. Right. But in, on a compounding basis, when you look at any of the portfolio constituents that we have in our portfolio, you would be very comfortable and sleep well at night putting right. more capital to right. work. So who is Kunal, value investor or a growth investor or a contrarian or believe in God? Yeah, I think I'm a growth investor. I think the Indian market uh, supports that. Uh, we have many businesses that are growing 15-20% uh, and one needs should uh, capitalize on that opportunity to grow your portfolio. There are many places across the world where the growth is not that strong and their value other things could be better better ideas. Yeah. For me, I am looking to capitalize on the growth what our Indian market is offering us. Mm -hmm. But do you think that growth at a reasonable price is a good option? Growth at a reasonable price is always the best option. Uh, nobody wants to overpay for something because that only ends up uh, compromising your returns uh, that you would make. So certainly valuation is something that we keep in mind. Uh, that's why we have our universe of 80 to 100 and we're trying to figure out where we're getting the right value and the right upside uh, for the risk that we're right. taking. So Kunal, the space where you operate, you know, in that space, when you look at these quality businesses, uh, that's my uh, observation, they always demand premium. You will not find them at a lower valuations. Well, this is in your mind that, you know, how much you really want to pay. So, what should be the right way to look at these? I think there is a... Uh, uh, the, the, the most clean way to look at this is on a discounted cash flow basis. Of course, uh, you know, so we, we do it, but we don't 
hang our hats on it because small changes in variables in DCS have big impacts on outcome. But that's certainly a check that one should do. Uh, some sort of ranking in terms of what you feel is the is a is is the best quality business in terms of growth, ROC, management, uh, structural story. Uh, that's what we do. We kind of rank these companies from 1 to 80 on quality yeah. parameters and then have a basis of what we're willing to pay more for, what we're willing to pay less for. Uh, these quality businesses are optically expensive, but when you look at a longer term time frame, you will find that the returns that are coming and the fundamental improvements in the business that are there over a 5-10 year period more than make up for the initial, say, 20% right. premium that you're paying for them. Yeah. So, Kunal, where, where, which side you are in your active, believe in active investing or passive? If active, within active, you believe, when do you book profits? And when do you really uh, come out of the stocks? When do you exit the stock? Sure. Obviously, we are very firm believers in, in the active management. Uh, we don't want to follow an index blindly without knowing the underlying constituents regardless of the weight of the underlying constituents. We have many businesses in our own indices where they have outsized weights in the index. Uh, so we would definitely not be a passive investor. It is a strategy that also works, but we are active investors and we think that if you can be sensible about uh, which businesses you choose, you should be able to outperform the index over the long term. Uh, there are businesses that have grown very big and are part of the index. If you itself look at the index constituents on a, on a multi-decade basis, they're not the same. And that's because these businesses fade away or other businesses have grown or are more exciting and have done better that enter the index. So on a long-term basis, actually we see that many of these underlying uh, businesses fade. So we should be actually active in terms of identifying the new waves to stay ahead of the index. Uh, so then when do you exit the stock? Yeah, so we exit the stock and usually there are only really two reasons to exit the stock. Uh, one is if we have a much better idea that's, uh, that's come up either because of price action or because of, uh, you know, uh, something uh, changing in the fundamentals that we are liking. So one is we have a better idea to uh, invest in and two is when the thesis is not playing out as expected. Uh, we try and cut our positions when the thesis is not working out pretty early. Okay. okay. So you keep evaluating at the rate. Absolutely. Okay. And do you believe in booking the profits when you see valuations going up? Yeah, I think that one should book uh, profits uh, when uh, valuations are stretched. Uh, we don't consider 5-10% extra to being a stretch. So, uh, if, if, if my best idea in the portfolio is not at fair value, but at 5-10% higher than fair value, we may let it ride. But certainly when it starts getting excess, we should, uh, we should cut positions. Right. So, what is the kind of returns one can expect? Well, of course, returns are, are a function of the markets, you know, depending upon where the markets are headed. But Given the fact that we are, in, say, I'm your investor investing and giving a mandate to you to invest on my behalf, what is the kind of time frame you look at and what is the kind of return that I should expect from you as an investor? Yeah, so I think that uh, 
the strategy of compounding has delivered 15 to 20% historically. The uh, earnings or the returns? The returns and earnings if you look at a long period of time. Recently, yes, earnings have been at 15-20% but returns have been lower. But if you look at 10, 15, 20 years on this kind of a strategy, sure. you'd find uh, that uh, returns are in the 15-20%. Uh, I think that it's difficult to predict the future. But surely if somebody has a 15 to 20% uh, uh, target in mind, it's not out of whack. Uh, and I don't want to say that one should expect it or target it. But uh, that's a reasonable outcome given that's what we expect earnings to grow out. Now, Kudal, what is happening is particularly in PMS industry, when you look at these concentrated uh, bets that you take, obviously it goes through its own difficult time. And whereas at times there are investors who are really emotionally attached to this and uh, like 18, 18 months or 20 months are over and they're not able to make money, they're sort of going out of the strategies and either they're, they're switching to the other, another asset class or, or they are, they're sort of booking the losses. What would be your advice to them? Yeah, my advice would be to certainly stay put and even consider allocating more. Uh, it isn't often that you see fundamentals going up, but stock prices lagging. And those are the times that's actually the opportunities to invest in these compounder kind of businesses. Uh, so that would be my advice. Uh, second, I would urge them to all look at the underlying portfolios that they have and be convinced that actually the fundamentals have improved significantly and therefore it wouldn't make sense actually to be exiting at a moment like right, this. Right, right. But you know, the, uh, these investors, uh, see, so, so they've been investing in mutual funds also yeah. and other instruments. Yeah. And obviously when they see that mutual funds have sort of maybe at par with PMS perhaps right. or maybe with other instruments. Uh, but because of the fact that it is a concentrated portfolio, sometimes the the impact is maybe one or two percent higher than mutual funds because that's over diversified portfolio, right? So, uh, you know, what would be your, uh, uh, I mean, if you, you are the investor, you would like to add more money into the portfolio at this point of time, looking at next six months, one year? Absolutely. I think that valuations currently for many businesses are quite uh, favorable compared to where they've been in the past. Uh, I also feel that, uh, you know, many of the cyclical sectors where these strategies are not playing have played out. Right. And uh, there is not much more upside in those cyclical sectors. And therefore, this strategy should perform much better mm -hmm. going forward. Right. So, Kunal, uh, last few questions and coming back to markets now. So, what's your house views on markets? Where are we right now? And where do you see three years, five years down the line? Yeah, I'm pretty confident that three years, five years down the line, uh, you know, we'd be back on a growth trajectory and the long-term uh, market returns should be restored. Uh, you know, there is some fear currently in the market that whether Indian economy will grow at the same rate given interest rates are up, disposable incomes are getting hit uh, and maybe there is some amount of growth uh, slowing that we would see over the next 12 months. Uh, however, I think that valuations now have factored that in. Uh, we have uh, seen valuations not move, uh, not valuation, we have seen prices not move for 18 months now. Yeah, it's a pro time uh, correction. To so, we have seen a good time correction and therefore valuations are looking much more reasonable than where they were. Mm. And I would uh, 
be very comfortable to be making the investments at this time okay okay and globally where do you see india uh, the way how are we emerging as like the people talking about we becoming the third largest economy in the world uh, five years down the line because you have germany and japan which is degrowing and we are growing so obviously we're going to be 5 trillion dollar do you think do you see that is happening yes i think that that is most certainly happening that is mathematics if we grow at uh, you know in the mid single digits we should be the third largest uh, soon uh, i don't know which year that will be but that is mathematically going to happen uh, second i think that we are amongst the few countries in the world where we are seeing growth plus some degree of safety in terms of we are a free market we don't have unreasonable uh, taxation structures uh, we are friendly for investors uh, you know i think that a lot of those things matter uh, and we're seeing Im india emerge quite positively there so marrying that with the growth i think that we are a great destination for foreign investors but at the same time kunal we saw that more than 50 billion dollar of assets they, these fis have sold and and went away and we don't see any sign they coming back to india at this point of time yeah we didn't see the sign when they were leaving either so <laughs> you know uh, you won't get those kind of signals but they will happen yeah. of course interest rates across the world have increased and now there is a new asset class where you can potentially also make some return and therefore there is some flight to uh, non-equity asset class as well uh, but having said that i think that uh, we will see return of FPI money, uh, we will see FIIs coming back. Uh, there is no option but to look at India very favorably from a growth perspective. Uh, I don't think that other economies are growing uh, or maybe ha hold a candle to India from that perspective. Right. So maybe last question Kunal from my end. What are the two, three concerns you see uh, going ahead next three years, five years as we as an economy where do you think we can go wrong? Uh, as an economy, I think that we are on a comfortable uh, path. I don't think that we are making any uh, big decisions from a regulation perspective to hamper that in any way. Uh, I think that uh, from a interest rate regime we are probably going to see the peak this year uh, and therefore I don't see much more risk on the interest rate side. I think inflation is already peaking out and mathematically if you see inflation is a year-on-year -year number and uh, if your prices were high last year unless they become sky high now mathematically inflation will come down. Yeah, but, so sorry that, to yeah. but knowing the fact that you have Ukraine war which is still going on, yeah. do you think this inflation pulling down, I mean, one way of manipulating little bit here and there is okay, but I am saying on a sustainable basis. Yeah, I don't think that inflation is going up because further, because unless you are telling me that let's say crude hit $130 last year, unless we hit $160, we are not going to be in trouble. Uh, from that perspective, I, I'm just giving 130 and 60 as example, but let's yeah. say average, do, average crude rate versus the average crude rate now. Uh, you know, I don't see that being mathematically a big concern. Uh, 
most companies we speak to are already talking about the raw material pressure being behind them uh, and therefore maybe some headroom on even reducing prices uh, and we're seeing that across the board of course any geopolitical event that you know completely changes the supply side uh, will have an impact yeah. and, I, and I'm not uh, saying that that isn't a possibility but as we stand today it seems business has returned to normal and yes there is a tail risk of something like that really changing the scenario but as of now I don't see it happening I wouldn't put high probabilities on it okay great Kunal thank you so much for your time it was pleasure speaking with you thanks uh, Vikas yeah I hope uh, our investor uh, sitting out there watching this show would also appreciate the fact that you know given a lot of clarity and insights on the table for all of us to really understand and go through uh, and we hope that equity as an asset class continue to deliver what they've been delivering over a period of last 20 years uh, well if you want to know more about uh, lapis pms the compounder strategy well you can visit our website www.aipms.com and reach out to my team uh, and they will help you uh, uh, they will help you with all the data points what you required if you want to make informed decision if you wish to speak to kunal we will happy to will be happy to organize your yes. call with kunal most certainly thank you thanks vikas okay.